Rocks. It's Wednesday, January 4th, 2023. Coming up on the program today, a peanut butter and jelly stump. Plus, identifying transgender people by the sounds of their bowel movements, fitting yourself with a bionic pig penis, and seasoning cake batter with semen. All this for your voicemails today. Your rectum is full of feces. Sweet rectum. And feces are loaded with bacteria. Why do you think it smells so bad? Because it's rotting. And so feces are loaded with bacteria. And then you have anal sex. Then you go there, though, to oral sex, and you're putting feces in your mouth. I want to taste that proud rule. We will, we will. Eat the poo-poo. Eat the poo-poo. Well, I'll just poop on a plate and put some ketchup on it and make you eat it. And then and I thought to myself, well, at least, at least all, if I have to, he's going to make me eat that poop. And then I'll just put five pounds of sugar on it and try to spice it up. We will, we will. Eat that poop. Poop everywhere. Eat that poop. Oh, yeah, man. A little ketchup. Man, that probably tastes pretty good. Eat that poop. Eat that poop. The other person is poo-pooing, and this one is eating the poo-poo all over the place. Poop everywhere. Huh? We will, we will eat the poo-poo. Suck the other person's rectum. Ah! I'm so yeah. The poo-poo comes out. Mm. Oh, Everybody, we will eat the poo-poo. Eating feces. Delicious. So do a Google search for little Asian girl's feet. Oh, you'll thank me. I was almost uh, raped by a succubus or an incubus. I'm not sure what that is. Well, I, I really I really like shortbread. Well, hello, freaks. Tim back here with you for the Wednesday edition of Distorted View Daily. Uh, I apologize once again, posting the show late. Sideshow members already know what's up. Feeling under the weather. It's mostly like stomach issues. Very nauseous and um, just shitting up a storm. And it's like, you can tell something's wrong when I shit. It's wet and wild and very fragrant. Just like yesterday, though, I am going to power through because you freaks deserve a podcast. Now, if the description of my bowel movement, plural, disgusted you, well, I've got some bad news. At the top of the show, I've got some gross sex clips. I'm so sorry to do this to you. The best thing to do, as I have learned, is to just not fight it. Just go with the flow. The sooner I start playing these things, the sooner I will finish and we can all move on. Over the years, we have featured so many unusual and specific fetishes. I'm surprised there's any left. It's shocking, but yeah, there are a few stones that have been left unturned. I vow to you this. I will not end this podcast 
until every single fetish has been covered extensively on this show. And today I bring you a new one. Polio amputee cripples. Truth be told, we may have featured some polio amputees before, but none uh, quite like this. Now, previously, I'm, I'm sure we have played some stump fucking where like an, uh, you know, an amputated leg is used and inserted into a hole. That's, you know, that's amputee sex. The guy I have for you right now, though, is really uh, someone who is turning lemons into lemonade. Had polio, had to lose a leg, and he's not only learned to love his amputated leg, he's learned to really love it. Like, fetishize it or something. Here he is. I I believe in this video, he's going to slather food onto his stump. Now, the first thing he does, and I don't know why... He wraps some rubber bands around the stump of his leg. You can sort of hear it there. I think the friend who likes to bite me, he likes to think of this as a slab of meat that a butcher could just whack off. I think he wishes he had a stump of his own. Well, who doesn't? You're watching this, man. Come play with my slab of meat. Like butcher cosplay. So, um... Did someone call for 20 pounds of salami? I don't know. It does look kind of like a bunch of meat that's been tied up that's going to go on a spit and roasted. I think it'd be much better to roast it. I'm sorry. I'm sorry, like Jeff... Dahmer, don't I? That would make an exciting video. I'm here for it. <laughs> you record it. I'll cover it here on TV. Amputee roasts his stump. Is that sexy? I don't know. I don't know. Well, this isn't my thing, but uh, someone's got to enjoy it. Uh, the description of the video reads, One friend asked for video of my stump with rubber bands on it. Oh, so this is a request video. Okay. Making it look like beef roast. All right. Another friend asked for ketchup on it. And then I also tried peanut butter and jelly. So you know where this video's going. What do you think? How about a little ketchup? Yeah! Anybody want a little ketchup? Let's see what little ketchup like. Oh, it's it's splattered. Oh, shit. <laughs> Open and put ketchup on my face. What the fuck? Eh, ketchup doesn't go on your face. It goes on your deformed, dangling leg stump. That's where ketchup belongs. No. He's using his finger to spread ketchup, slather it all over his stump. My friend, he likes to think about eating me. I love this because it looks kind of like... Your friend's a cannibal. My friend who likes to bite it (laughs) wants wants ketchup and and condiments slathered all over. Like, I would be very careful with that guy. Jeffrey Dahmer. Yeah. I'm not into Jeffrey Dahmer, okay? All right. Well, I don't know why you're entertaining this creep's ideas and fantasies. Uh, my friends are like... You in danger, girl. Things I haven't seen before, huh? Is that good? Now, let's get some up the top here. I'll lift it off. So, you know, he finishes up with the ketchup and then moves on to uh, the peanut butter and jelly, which is really, in my opinion, the main event. Think. Should we just spread on some peanut butter? Oh, 
Ooh, sexy. Yeah, I think I'm getting into this. Peanut Ooh. butter stump slathering. That's pretty fucking sexy, man. <laughs> yeah? Kind of looks like poop. Look at that. Peanut uh, butter. If you're wondering, he is using uh, Skippy brand peanut butter, the uh, creamy variety. Peanut butter on my stump, huh? It's <laughs> a new one for me. The new one for all of us, I think. Nice. We're all discovering this together. Okay. You would just love looking it up, wouldn't you? You would love looking up all this peanut butter. That's fun. It's just a fun thing. Yeah, I'm kind of getting those vibes from him. So, now I'm going to make it a peanut butter and jelly sandwich. He started out with his stump uh, looking like roast beef, and now a PBJ. Peanut butter and jelly. Stump. Sound <laughs> look good. Look how messy. Yeah, we got the title for today's episode of DV. Peanut butter and jelly stump. Oh, God. I wish your fingers were sliding around on this instead of my knife. I could use my fingers. What are people doing? I mean, seriously. Why do people need this to achieve an erection and come? What happened to normal porn or, you know, just seeing a naked person and getting excited? No, no. I need to see someone who whose body has been ravaged by polio. Body parts have been chopped off, and then on top of it, I need to see condiments slathered on said amputated body parts. <laughs> it's the only way I can pop a boner. Think about this. If the internet did not exist, there's no way something like this would ever come to light. It, this is way too specific. I mean, unless you actually knew an amputee who was willing to try some stuff. Does that look appetizing? No! <laughs> I don't know. I mean, the peanut butter looks good, but, you know, peanut butter goes with everything. I never understand you guys very well. I mean, I guess I would try an amputated peanut butter and jelly leg. By the way, did he just say, I don't understand you guys? <laughs> I hear you, dude. Now there he goes. He he licks off Yum. yeah the peanut butter and jelly. So if we live together, well, I would like you to surprise me with food and things you want to put on my stump. You're gonna let the guy who wants to treat your leg like meat move in with you? Yeah, I don't think that that's a wise idea. Well, there you go. That is uh, I don't know. Polio Grandpa Leg Slathering. Exciting content on today's episode of DV. Guarantee you did not see that one coming. I like to keep you thinking, keep you guessing. What could possibly uh, be next on DV? Well, speaking of guessing, I think I came up with uh, another awesome idea for a game show. My agent has already put some calls in. I'm hoping to get a deal greenlit by the end of the week so we can produce a pilot. But I want to give you guys a little sneak preview of the show that I will be leaving Distorted View Daily for. That's right. I'm packing this podcast up. We're done. The second I get on uh, primetime television, I won't need you assholes anymore. Podcasting is small potatoes. I'm going to be on the game show network. Here's just a little peek of what I've been cooking up. 
It's time for the game show that asks the question, do trans people shit like the rest of us? America, get ready to play your new favorite game, Non-Balmary. And here's your host whose shit don't stink, Tim so much and welcome to non-bowelnary we've got a jam-packed game today so let's not waste any time round one works like this i will play an audio clip of someone defecating and you have to identify if that person is male to female or female to male in round two things get even more complicated as we introduce cis shits these are bowel movements by people whose gender aligns with their sex Finally, round three is our poopery lightning round, where anything goes. If it eats and breathes, it also probably shits. People, animals, old cars sputtering. We throw in some curveballs in round three. Y'all better stay on your toes. Right now, though, let's start things off with our first non-bowelnary. He or she or they is really pinching one off here. Now, if this was like a real episode of the game show, contestants would be able to ask me one question about the shit. So like a contestant would be like, what color was it? Well, as far as shits go, it definitely wasn't the most dark, but it wasn't incredibly light. I would say a rich caramel. And then uh, the other contestant would be like, uh, what was the consistency? Well, uh, according to the Bristol stool chart, we're squarely in type four territory, like a sausage or snake, smooth and soft. All right. You both got your one question in. No more stalling. I'm going to need you to lock your answer in now. All right. Looks like you both answered. Renee, you locked in with female to male. Gunther, you said male to female. Well, there can only be one right answer. And the right answer is female to male. That was a female to male bowel movement. Let's try another here. Another bowel movement. Oh, one is crackly. Still seems a little wet to me. Who's taking that shit? A female to male or male to female? Lock your answers in now. This shit was provided by a male to female. By the way, these are all real clips. I found female to male and male to female shit freaks. And, you know, if you think about it, there's some strategy that that needs to take place with this game because you have to think, is the trans person trying to poop like the gender they are living as, right? So let's say you were born male, but identify as a female, right? You're either going to try to pretend to sh- shit femininely, much like, you know, uh, they, when you're trans, you you train your voice to, to sound more feminine. Maybe you try to shit more daintily. On the other hand, maybe it's an emergency, right? If it's like a, a case of diarrhea or a, like a desperate shit, you might forego trying to shit daintily and just just force it out like you like you're a, like you're a biological male ah, like really just fucking blow mud 
so you really you have to you have to listen to the shit you have to understand what type of bowel movement is being produced and then you have to figure out the mindset of the person who is uh, who's doing the defecation let's do one more here got one more example is this the bowel movement of a male to female or female to male well a lot is coming out it's not diarrhea it is soft and apparently a little crackly unfortunately that's all we're going to get what do you think we're dealing with here freaks male to female or female to male it was another female to male all right here's one more <laughs> that one you got some bonus clues because of the voice oh my god uh, if you're wondering uh, that is a female to male having a, an upset stomach <laughs> that's a very sick shit that's like that's what my shit sounds like I think the I think the game shows a winner. There might be some uh, slight tweaking we need to do, but I expect non bowelnary to be on the game show network schedule by the spring. Very excited to join the game show network family. All right, let's move on now. There's like lots of political stuff going on that I don't understand. Voting on Speaker of the House and stuff like that. That Kevin McCarthy guy. I'm not going to bore you with that. What I will bore you with though is audio from Governor Ron DeSantis's swearing in down there in Florida. Please remain standing for the Pledge of Allegiance, led by Felix Rodriguez, recipient of the Governor's Medal of Freedom. A true patriot here. He's going to recite the Pledge of Allegiance. Now, I said Pledge of Allegiance. He's not going to attempt singing the national anthem, which is tricky. I love playing clips of uh, people fucking up that song, right? Uh, the Pledge of Allegiance is pretty straightforward, especially for someone who was just given an important award like the Medal of Freedom. Now, this was not sprung on the guy. He knew he was he was going to stand. <laughs> I'm preparing you for the worst here, right? He knew that he was going to have to stand up there and recite the Pledge of Allegiance. All right. Here we go. And a one. And a two. And a... I pledge alliance. Well, to the flag of the United States of America. We're having a few small issues, technical issues. He's missing some words. We can chalk that up to uh, English not being his uh, native language or whatever. Alliance to the flag of the United States of America and to the... Uh-oh. And to the... Uh, uh, uh. The crowd is way ahead of him. To the Republic for which stand, individual, with a nation, with a... Uh... With liberty and... With liberty and... Salsa. You can hear people are screaming, justice, just say justice. Justice for all. There we go. Thank you. I've heard worse recitings of the Pledge of Allegiance elsewhere in the politosphere. One campaign is really starting to uh, pick up some steam. Kanye's bid to become president of the U.S. To anyone who's who's kind of on the fence about signing up, 
uh, joining for students for yay. I would uh, I would echo that. I would say, you know, you look at you look at history, you look at the Napoleons, you look at the Caesars, mm. you know, you look at at the Trumps, even what we thought he was. Yay is actually that. And he is the, the next Napoleon. He is America's Caesar. I hope that's his campaign slogan. <laughs> Kanye 2024. America's Napoleon. Ding! Uh, one last political clip for you. Uh, I've got Ali Alexander here. Uh, we have featured him a few times on the podcast. You might not recognize his name. He's one of those far-right activists. Uh, he was an organizer of the Stop the Steal campaign. He's a big uh, Trump guy. He organized several rallies that preceded the January 6th uh, Capitol attack. Also, he believes he's a time traveler. I really should have led with that. That's the most interesting thing about him. It's strange, like, listening or watching clips of Ali Alexander because he'll be talking about semi-normal stuff, you know, about how Trump should be reinstated as president and how he won the election. Completely normal, sane things like that. But then he'll talk about how uh, God is giving him visions and um, showing him the future and he's a prophet and a time traveler. I've got a perfect example of that type of clip here. You cannot kill me. Well, this clip's a little different because it just it starts off completely cuckoo crazy bananas. I am invincible. God has made me into Superman. Kill me and separate me from my movement. I am the father of dragons. The father of dragons. I red pill celebrities. I create nationwide movements. I make members of Congress shake. And he's very humble. Very down-to-earth guy. And I'm telling you, if that muscle bitch mentions my name in a neutral way, I will pluck her from Congress. What did he say? Muscle bitch? Who's the muscle bitch in Congress? They thought that they could contain my power level. I think this guy is under the impression that he is a Saiyan and his power level is over 9,000! Jesus was a carpenter and I've got a motherfucking machine gun. Hmm. These motherfuckers thought I would talk to them. I was talking to the future because I'm a fucking time traveler. I wasn't talking to the fucking committee. They're dead. This is the guy who founded Stop the Steal. People just sort of fell in line behind him. They're like, yeah, what he's saying, it's, it sounds perfectly reasonable. I came back in time to talk to dead people. You know, so, you know, here I am talking to the future. Okay, I, I don't really want to play much more of him because I don't understand what he's saying. And as we fast forward, it, it doesn't get any better. It's not any clearer. But thinking about it, if I had to form an opinion today, it would be... Boom. Oh, now I understand. Thank you for clearing that up. Gratatatatat. I think he's just plagiarizing Brian Silva there. Yeah, that's Brian's shtick. All right, real quick, before we get into the news, I've got another one of those First Amendment auditors. These guys, they, you know, they just want to stir up shit, honestly. They're filming. They try to get uh, a reaction out of people. They annoy people because they're filming them in public. And sometimes people don't want to be filmed even though technically it's legal because, you know, again, you're in public. But, you know, if you're at the DMV or something, just trying to get your goddamn license renewed, you want some asshole sticking their fucking cell phone in your face? No. In the case uh, we have here today, we've got a security guard who is uh, angry with this guy filming. Now, even though it's a public business, right, businesses can still 
request that you don't film, right? I mean, it's kind of their rules, right? I don't know. I don't know the law, I guess. Please only. Sorry, sir. I'll let you go. Camera down. Don't touch me. Don't you touch me. He goes from zero to bitch real quick. Now, this is one of those videos where everyone involved is truly the asshole. The security guard, not a cop, by the way, just a security guard comes busting out of the uh, the, the building, screaming at this guy, grabbing uh, his hand or slapping it away. Or I don't know what he's doing here. Let's Sorry, see. sir. I'll let you go. Camera down. Don't touch me. Don't you down. touch me. Get off this You better property. call Federal Protective Services. Get off Get a, the property. Don't touch me. Get off No, the this property. is federal property. I have a right to be here. Back off now, you Hudson. Have, you have Back no off now. I have every right to be here. There's a DHS memo that says I could. What Back off of me now. Have? I think maybe my issue is just with this auditor in particular. He just seems kind of whiny and bitchy, doesn't he? Get away from me. You Get away from me. Touch me again. I will touch you. Back off now. Go ahead, bitch. Back off of me. Bitch, you just call me a bitch? Seriously, Hudson? <laughs> yeah, I heard the security guard call him a bitch. He also, like, okay, so the security guard is doing some some stuff here that is questionable. Like, he grabs the dude's camera stick away from him. So I, I don't get think out. he's allowed to do that. You're going to get a federal that. lawsuit. There's a DHS memo saying I could be here. You Stop now. Stop. Back off of me now. Stop touching me. Help. Help. He's a little over dramatic. You see what I mean? It's not like he's being pinned down. They're both standing. They're both walking. No one is being attacked here, per se. Stop touching me. You're assaulting me, sir. You're assaulting me. Back off of me. He is shoving him. You better get his supervisor now. Now. There's a DHS memo saying I could be here on federal property. Back off. You can be here if you have business. I don't have to give you any of my fucking business. Back off of me now. You're a piece of shit, Hudson. Get, Get the, the fuck property. away from me now. Another successful, useful First Amendment audit. For instance, the security guard called the auditor a bitch. That's protected under the First Amendment, right? Again, let's be honest. The only way these YouTube auditors get views is if there's confrontation, if there's screaming, yelling, physical fighting. So it's in their best interest to stir some shit up, right? That's really where their interests lie. That being said, I think the security guard did kind of cross the line. He got pretty physical. He grabbed this guy's like uh, camera stuff and threw it into the road. A bit of a hothead there. All right. And with that, let's get into the crazy, bizarre twist to the fucked up news right now. Hey, if you're not a member of the Distorted View Sideshow, help support the program. Become a member today and gain access to the entire archive of programs. I've been at this since December 2004. You heard that right. I was a mere baby back then. Now I'm practically elderly. Sign up for the Sideshow and uh, listen to what a youthful Tim sounds like. Plus, every week I do brand new Sideshow exclusive episodes for members. Uh, yesterday was a Sideshow exclusive podcast, and I'll be doing another one tomorrow. Memberships are very inexpensive. Uh, all major credit cards and PayPal accepted. Check out superfreaksideshow.com. There are other ways to get uh, new Sideshow exclusive episodes. If you happen to use Spotify or Apple Podcasts, uh, you can sign up right in those apps. Just a few taps. Bing, bang, boom, you're in. Makes it very easy to subscribe and listen to new free shows and new Sideshow exclusive episodes. Uh, so just another way to get some Sideshow access. 
uh, that way. Finally, one last way to help support the podcast out. We've got a Patreon account. You all know how that works, right? Patreon.com slash Distorted View. You can pledge as little as a dollar over there. Every little bit helps. If you pledge at least $5, you get access to a special voicemail line where I will play your calls first. There are other tiers as well. So check out Patreon.com slash Distorted View. All right. Three very quick stories now. First up. We got one sent in, all by the love of my life, Lord Douche. Yeah, Lord Douche is helping me out today with a news story. I think maybe we've read uh, about these people, but uh, this this could be a DV update. There's some new information here. A 47-year-old Louisiana sheriff's deputy will likely spend the rest of his life behind bars after admitting to a slew of horrific sex crimes. That's like music to my ears. When I hear horrific sex crimes... I know that this is going to be our lead news story. And sure enough, it is. My ears perk up at the word horrific. You have my attention with the word sex and a little bit of pre-cum leaks when you end it all with crimes. Some of these horrific sex crimes involved young children. I don't want to tell you what's happening to me right now. (laughs) Where could it go? It it went from pre-cum and then... Now there's there's like an introduction of children and it, it wouldn't be right for me to describe what's happening. All right. Uh, Dennis Wallace Perkins was sentenced to 100 years in state prison. Oh, those will just fly by. 100 years? It's nothing. You got to think this guy has already been behind bars, so I'm sure there's some time served there. Now you're in jail and it's January, but it's the winter. What would you be doing if you weren't in prison? It's too cold to do anything, right? So you'd just be sitting in the house anyway, kind of like in a cell. What's the fucking difference? The spring is way too rainy. Summertime, you'd be outside doing fucking yard work, mowing the grass every week. You don't have to worry about any of that. Then the weather starts getting colder again. Boom. You'd be stuck in the house. It's You're already done with your first year of prison. 2024 rolls around. You're better off in jail. It's going to be nonstop election bullshit. Again, you're not going to have to deal with any of it. All right, Dennis Wallace Perkins was sentenced to 100 years in state prison after the former Livingston Parish uh, Sheriff's deputy and SWAT commander pleaded guilty to one count of second-degree rape, two counts of sexual battery of a child, one count of video voyeurism, two counts of production of pornography involving children under the age of 13, and one count of the mingling of harmful substances. Yeah, that's the interesting one. That's a charge we don't often hear, right? Well, apparently he and his wife, 36-year-old Cynthia T. Perkins, used his semen to, quote, season cake batter, (laughs) which was then served to students at Westside Junior High, where Cynthia had previously been employed as an English teacher. Authorities said that Perkins filmed himself making the concoction. So, you know, they're dumb criminals leaving around fucking evidence. And really, it's the worst kind of evidence. This kind of the kind of evidence that shows you committing the crimes like there's literally a record of you doing crimes. Perkins had originally been facing more than 75 criminal charges when he was first arrested back in 2019. Prosecutors agreed to drop the dozens of remaining counts in exchange for Perkins agreeing to enter a guilty plea. He's also required to register as a sex offender for the remainder of his life. If you're wondering about his beautiful wife, Cynthia, she pled guilty in February to charges of second-degree rape, production of child porn, and conspiracy of mingling harmful substances. 
some of the specific acts that she was up to include aiding her husband in sexually assaulting a minor and aiding her husband in filming a minor who was bathing. She was sentenced to 41 years in prison, provided she testified against her husband. In a statement, Louisiana Attorney General Jeff Landry said today Dennis Perkins admitted to his despicable crimes and pled guilty in court. Prior to the sentence being handed down, Perkins said, I'm sorry. It's been more than three years living in a box, and it's not about me, he reportedly said. I just want to make this statement. Jesus Christ has forgiven me. Oh, someone found religion all of a sudden. How many charges was this guy up against? Uh, Like 75 or something? During those 75 despicable things he did to a kid, at, at no point did he think about Jesus. Jesus didn't enter the equation at all. But the second the second he's behind bars, though, he's like, you know what? I talked to Jesus. Jesus is cool with me. Uh, Jesus Christ has forgiven me, and I'm grateful for that. And I hope and pray that anybody that this has affected will also find forgiveness and healing through Jesus Christ. He also then kind of tried to make it seem like he was not that bad of a guy. Like, you don't have all the facts. He reportedly told the court that he wished certain facts would have come to light in pretrial motions that would have helped his case, but conceded that we just ran out of time. You have to wonder what facts he, he was hoping came out that would possibly help his case because he uh, he jizzed in cake batter, right? He fed jizz to children. He was touching kids inappropriately. Uh, Also, investigators seized a trove of incriminating media when they raided their house. Uh, They recovered more than 2,600 photos and uh, 300 videos depicting illegal content. Attorney General Barry Milligan said that uh, the evidence obtained in the case was, quote, the worst he personally had ever seen. Perkins' crimes reportedly involved two child victims, two adults, and one dog. Well, this would have made a great 12 Days of Christmas parody. We're just a few days too late. It appears that Cynthia, you know, the wife, was really trying to save her own ass. During Perkins' wife's proceedings, her attorney repeatedly maintained that her husband was the mastermind of their criminal activity and claimed that Perkins manipulated his wife. He's the real monster, the attorney said. That's what she wants to make clear. It's not about shifting blame, even though she's kind of shifting blame there. She took responsibility today. I mean, that's what she did, but she looks forward going after the real monster. Well, thankfully, the real monster and lady monster are now securely behind bars. All right. uh, Second story we have for you. Jump on the gun here. Final story. Uh, Second story we have for you. Well, you know, it must be a complicated day if you're trans. On one hand, you got the great news that there's going to be a whole game show based around your bowel movements. That should bring some positive attention to trans people for once. Instead of all the nut jobs just uh, immediately calling you groomers and whatever else they call you. On the flip side, unfortunately, you're about to learn that one of your own is in a bit of legal trouble. A transgender man has been fined 200 pounds and has been ordered to pay 400 pounds in compensation after he dipped his fake penis into a reveler's pint glass during a night out in a pub. Look, I understand how exciting it must be for some of you trans people to handle a dick of your own. I've had one all my life and I still love playing with it. But with everything, there is a time and a place. That's why I strongly feel that in this instance, there shouldn't have been a fine. It should have been a slap on the wrist or a slap on the dick. This fellow just got a little carried away with his new penis. A transgender man has been fined for uh, basically dipping his dick into a, a 
pint of beer. Jesse Hawthorne from Care Philly was asked to leave the Welsh bar after fellow drinkers took offense to his drunken prosthetic penis prank. Just a fun thing. But Hawthorne, 30, flew into a rage instead and smashed a bottle by throwing it at a one-armed bandit machine instead. He certainly sounds like a drunk guy. You know what I mean? Even though he was born technically a female, boom, the second you give him a dick, immediately turns into a drunken douchebag. Today, you truly did become a man. Ting. In 2015, Hawthorne became the first transgender person to be convicted of revenge porn. Are you kidding me? This guy is an asshole. In 2015, Hawthorne became the first transgender person to be convicted of revenge porn after he shared a sexually explicit photo of an ex on Facebook. He was also jailed in 2018 for a violent assault. He was last year <laughs> arrested again for criminal damage over a fight at the, I don't know how to pronounce that, C-W-T-C-H, Quitch Bar in the historic town of Care Philly, South Wales. The prosecutor said the public house was relatively quiet, but there were uh, customers around. He entered the seating area and exposed a prosthetic penis. The defendant placed the false genitalia in someone's drink. CCTV showed there was an element of distress caused to some customers, and he was asked to leave the premises. The defendant became very aggressive, and he had a glass bottle, which he threw towards the bandit, completely smashing its screen to pieces. Handyman Hawthorne pleaded guilty to criminal damage in a public disorder offense in September of last year. Hawthorne was previously jailed for attacking an ex-girlfriend's new partner in 2018 and blamed being given too much testosterone when he transitioned. That's an interesting defense. I've got too much testosterone pumping through my veins. The defender told the magistrates this was a drunken prank which resulted in him being asked to leave. Most people are laughing when it happened, but there were some people who took offense. The defendant was then pushed by members of the staff, which probably just got him more agitated, you know? The defender said that Hawthorne misuses alcohol. Well, yeah, you're supposed to drink it, not dip your dick in it. That would be a misuse of alcohol, right? Oh, I think I think he means that... Uh, he drinks too much and has experienced trauma in his life. The court was told Hawthorne has worked as a handyman, but was currently claiming benefits. You better get your life together, dude. Man up. Put your dick back in your pants, for Christ's sakes. Final story we have for you. Oh, it's another one about dicks. This time uh, about uh, pig penises. Wee, wee. No, this is a, that's a different type of pig. That's Norman. Wee, wee, wee. You remember Pig Norman, right? He has a tattooed bra, tattoos on his forehead that read slut. He likes to inflate his, his tits, like vacuum seal them and stuff. Happy New Year from Pig Norman Summerton. Happy 2023 New Year. Yeah. From Pig Norman Summerton. Yeah. Wee, wee, He's still around. Wee. You know, on Twitter, he said he was retiring. And, uh, wee, wee. okay, all right. And he said he wasn't going to post anymore. And, you know, like a lot of Utards, they say they're going to retire and then they come out of retirement, and then they retire again and come out of retirement. Norman started posting again on Twitter, and I said, uh, what happened? I thought you were retiring. I'm so happy you're back. And Norman actually replied. He said, pig slaves never truly retire, which I thought was uh, a, a nice sentiment. And ever since then, he's been uh, tweeting and sharing gross videos and pictures. Norman is back, baby. Again, though, that's not the type of pig penis this story's about. 
This one's about bionic pig penises. Yes, a bionic pig penis has been created by scientists who, like, have nothing better to do, I guess. My theory is that, you know, towards the end of the year, occasionally, uh, you know, the scientists look at their budgets and they're like, holy shit, we've got all this extra money. We have to use it by the end of the year or we'll lose it. Who wants to do some really screwy shit? And they all fuck around for a month or so. And this is the type of stuff they come up with. Bionic pig cocks. Yes, a bionic pig penis has been created by scientists, which could help treat erectile dysfunction in humans in the future. I guarantee you all the scientists on this project were men. A study on young male pigs found that an injured or ailing sex organ can become and remain erect after being treated with an artificial sheath to ensure engorgement. I love that word, engorgement. <laughs> an estimated 50% of men between the age of 40 and 70. I can't believe I'm in that demographic at this point. <laughs> 40 to I might be one of the 50% at some point. An estimate, like that's a one in two chance, right? That's half of people. An estimated 50% of men between the age of 40 and 70 experience some form of erectile dysfunction. To be honest, though, my cock has never really worked completely 100% right, I feel. I'm not totally satisfied with my dick's performance, so why should it start working great now? All right, uh, about 5% suffer Peyronie's disease, which, of course, is caused uh, by injury during sex. That involves damage to the fibrous sheath of penile tissue. That fibrous cock sheathing is known as tunica albuginea. Or something. Albuginea. <laughs> it maintains the erection. This is an area that has received little attention, yet the related need is huge, said Dr. Shi, a study author from the South China University of Technology. Penises have a tunica albugina, which ensures blood remains in the organ and prevents it from draining out of the penis and back into the rest of the body. When this is weakened by injury or age, the blood does not remain where it's desired and performance and endurance are reduced. The research group created an artificial tunica albuginea or whatever to mimic the function of a natural one by replicating the elastic properties. Wouldn't that just be my luck? You know, I'm always making fun of my aunt because she says that, you know, she's lost all elasticity in her butthole. I'll probably lose all elasticity in my tunica albuginea. Hydrogels can be natural or synthetic and are being used for a growing number of biomedical applications, including contact lenses and tissue engineering. I'm sorry, where the hell did hydrogels come from? Is that what the artificial tunica albuginea is? Patches made of the new material were able to fully restore penile function. Wow! And erections, the scientists found in their paper. The erection of the penis returned to normal after suturing the ATA, that's the artificial tunica albuginea, at the injured part, and the long-term prognosis was satisfactory. They added that the procedure achieved excellent performance through structural bionic design, and it was capable of rapid strain stiffening, nice, and high burst pressure. I totally want to incorporate those phrases into my lovemaking. Do you feel that, huh? Do you feel that rapid strain stiffening inside of you? Yeah, that's my bionic pig cock giving you all sorts of pleasure. You're going to have to hold on to that headboard when I'm ready to come due to my high burst pressure. A power wash your innards, baby. All right. Uh, the researchers are also hoping to use their hydrogel to repair other injuries 
We wanted to start with the most important thing, you know, erectile dysfunction. Yeah, researchers are hoping to use their hydrogel to repair other injuries and bodily tissue, including the heart and bladder. Start with the dick. All right, there you go. That, my friends, is your distorted news for Wednesday. Let's do a couple voicemails and get the hell out of here. As always, love to hear from you freaks, and there are many ways to contact the show. Show at distortedview.com. I'm all over social media at distorted view on Twitter and Instagram, Facebook.com slash distorted view show, yada yada yada. All right, let's check in with a few callers here. I think we got some patrons to start things off. Yeah, Is this Hitler? Media IT employee. Oh. <laughs> I'm calling Hitler. because they are doing the quarterly report on the IT usage and the blockade of Caucasian plants have not been used in some months. We would like to shut it down as a cost-saving measure. You're not going to be using it. Is that good? Yeah? I couldn't understand what that person was saying. Something is not being used. Hello, Timmy Boo. It's Pirate Barbie. I'm um, listening to an older episode where you're talking about a guy who was shitting and pissing on his ex-wife's grave after she died of cancer. And you said some people are just sore winners. And I would, in fact, be one of those sore winners. I would definitely piss and shit on my ex-husband's grave multiple times if I thought I could get away with it. But now, because, because you listen to stuck. Distorted View Daily, you know you probably can't get away with it because there's just fucking cameras everywhere. We can have no fun anymore. Yeah. No revenge shitting on the graves of people who have wronged us. I don't like that. Could get away with it. Technology has gone too far. Because he was such a rotten fucking Bastard. Well, you tell me where his grave is at, and I will shit on it. So, we'll all shit on it. Oh, yeah, I'm, I would be a sore winner, too. And actually, I'm not really ashamed about that. Anyway, bye, Timmy. Well, now that you put it out there, like, if turds do end up on this guy's grave, you just sort of incriminated yourself, but I don't think you care. All right, uh, next, <laughs> next up here. I think we all have someone that, you know, we, we kind of want to shit on their grave. Hey, Tim. This is Ray Van Winkle uh, calling in. You'd you'd asked about, uh, or you were reading a story about a guy who held a grudge for 40 years and was like pissing and shitting on his ex-wife's grave. Uh, I can tell you that most of those headstones are coated in some kind of, uh, I don't know, varnish or something that kind of keeps them protected. It's the same kind of shit that you might see when you have like a granite uh, countertop. Uh, the only exception to that... Oh, they're sealed. Okay, so you can cook on someone's grave. Great. Whenever they have, like, an you can put a hot plate and it won't da- damage... Exposed, broken kind of feature on the top. Uh, so the piss probably doesn't do a whole hell of a lot, especially when it rains. Um, okay, however, so it's not going to be super corrosive. It doesn't have that special coating on it. It could eat away at that. reason why I know mm-hmm. that is because people let their fucking dogs come up and piss on my mailbox post, which happens to be a granite... Uh, square post in the ground that the uh, uh, mailbox is mounted to. Yeah. I mean, you let dogs go over there and piss on that, and that does not have that special coating. And you can see that it stains it, and I would even say that it's somewhat acidic because it um, eats away at that. Sex- I wonder what that dog piss did to uh, Mead Skelton's nativity scene. <laughs> you know the dog that took a big fat shit and piss? On the baby Jesus. Unicorn hamster. You're up in the Boston area. I'm up in the Boston area. 
I'd like to hang out, man. Oh. Maybe I'll hit you up in the Discord. All yeah, right. we got some freaks hanging out in uh, Texas together. I can't remember what my username. I think we may have made another love connection. There, but I'm gonna hit you up on there, okay? You sound like a cool dude. We can talk about hot dogs and pizza and video games, and you can model your fucking lingerie or something for me. Ooh. All right, take care. Well, that sounds like a fun, sexy time, doesn't it? Jealous of you, too. All right, that is all the time we have on this edition of the program. I want you guys to email me. Show at distortedview.com. Distortedview.com is our official website. Voicemail line for you, 206-666-4463. That's 206-666. Oh, God, is it? Oh, God. Spread the distortion, STD. Tell all your friends about the show. Don't forget to give us a five-star rating, a thumbs-up, or like wherever you can rate and review podcasts. I will see you back tomorrow if and only if you're Sideshow members. Otherwise, I'll be back on Friday. Until then, have a great day. Bye, everybody. Scribe Media Group. Learn more at scribe.net.